Well, before I begin, I have a riddle for you. How are the senior choir and a daycare alike? (laughs) How are the senior choir and the daycare alike? Anybody know? Bill, I bet Bill knows. They like to take a lot of naps. (laughs) I'll explain it uh, to the choir after a while. Well, dear friends in Christ, grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. I'd like to uh, base my uh, thoughts with you uh, uh, along with Roger's uh, thoughts on the last few verses of, uh, of our uh, lesson this morning from, uh, from Ephesians chapter 2. It's already been read for us. Before we continue, let us bow our heads in prayer. Lord Jesus, we know and acknowledge that you have created us for yourself, that you have created us to love this world through us. Father, we confess this morning that we have fallen far short that we have not always lived up to your glorious expectations for us. And so, Lord, again this morning, we plead uh, with you for mercy. We ask also, Lord, that you would give us a craving to have a servant heart that will love you and serve you all of our days. And so, Lord, now I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts together may be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. A few weeks ago, I shared with you a, a fi- some uh, a fictional friends of mine called Maud and uh, Mabel. Uh, Maud and uh, Mabel had two very different uh, views of worship. Uh, Maud saw worship as something to be dreaded. Uh, Mabel saw worship as something to be embraced and celebrated every day. Well, in order to be fair to the to the ladies, I I want to introduce you to a couple of. Uh, fictional uh, men, uh, friends of mine, and their names are Bert and uh, Bart. So Bert and Bart are uh, members uh, uh, at uh, uh, Glory Be Lutheran Church. Glory Be Lutheran Church. Ring, ring, ring. Hello, this is Bert. Hi, Bert, this is Pastor Green Jeans up here at Glory Be Lutheran Church. I got a call this morning from Maud, and Maud says that she needs a ride to the doctor's this afternoon. Any chance that you could help? Oh, Pastor, I'd, I'd love to, but I have a tea time at 2.30. And uh, this is not going to work today, but uh, maybe, maybe sometime next week. Ring, ring, ring. Hello, this is, this is Bart. Hi, Bart. This is Pastor Green Jeans up at Glory Be Lutheran Church. I, I got a call this morning uh, uh, from uh, Maud and uh, not Maud, from Bert. No, no, from Maud, from Bert, whoever it was. And uh, uh, excuse me while I check here. <laughs> and uh, 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 Maud says that she needs a, a ride to the doctor's this afternoon. Any chance that you could take her? And uh, Bart says, well, yeah, I got, oh, 
I do have a tea time about 2.30, but I tell you what, maybe I can get Fred to take my slot. What time is Maud's doctor appointment? Ring, 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 ring. This is, this is uh, Bert. Yeah, hi, Bert. This is Pastor Green Jeans up at Glory B Lutheran Church, and I, I uh, wanted to let you know that we've got a, a toilet up here at church that's running all the time, and I was wondering if you could uh, stop up sometime today and take a look at it. Well, Bert thought for a little bit, and he said, oh, I, I would love to, Pastor, but I've got this honeydew list, you know what I mean, and so I probably wouldn't be able to get up there until next week sometime. Ring, 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 ring. Hello, this is, this is Bart. Hello, Bart. Say, I, I had called to let you know that we've got this toilet up here at church and it's running all the time, and I was wondering if you'd mind stopping up and taking a look at it. Well, Bart said, I tell you what, I got a few things that the wife wants me to do around the house, but uh, I tell you what, uh, if I got up there by 2.30, would that be okay? Yes, it would. So I ask you this morning, which of these two men had a servant heart? Both Bert, or sorry, but Bert does not, just does not get it. He doesn't quite get that serving the Lord by serving others is the fourth of God's great purposes for us on, in, uh, on, this, on this earth. Now let's see if you remember the other three. <laughs> Here we go, Kurt. We're going we're gonna to nail them now. <laughs> the first one is worship. God has called us to worship Him. Our worship life is the first of God's great purposes for us on earth. The second uh, of God's purposes for us is to live in community, to enjoy fellowship with one another and find the strength that we need from each other uh, in, in, in the context of the church. That's number two. Number three is a call to, uh, uh, to live a, a, a Christ-like life, to pattern our life after Jesus Christ. That's the third of, the, of our great uh, purposes on earth. And then today learning uh, to have a joyous, willing desire to serve the King of kings and the Lord of lords by the way that we live. And so worship, fellowship, Christ-like living, and service are the first four of the five purposes of God for us on earth. I can't wait to next week, <laughs> Kurt, and you'll, we'll, get the four, we'll get the fifth one. Now, Bert, as a good uh, Lutheran, probably had Ephesians 2, 8, and 9 pretty well nailed down. At least he should have. He probably should have memorized them in Sunday school. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that is not your own doing. It's a gift of God, <clears throat> so that no one can boast. We got that down pretty well. But it's verse 10 that Bert uh, chokes on, for we are his workmanship, 
created in Christ Jesus for good works that God has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So Bert, I would suggest, needs to understand three things. First of all, Bert needs to understand that he is the handiwork of God. He is the workmanship of our almighty creator. He was fashioned and created by the wisdom and the power of God. As a matter of fact, Bert needs to know that his, own, that his life is not his own. His life does not belong to him. Not only was he created by the handiwork of God, he, was also, uh, he has also been redeemed. He has been uh, bought by the blood of, of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and made his own. Bert needs to understand, along with the Apostle Paul from, uh, from uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, you are not your own, you are bought with a price. Do you hear that? You are not your own. You were bought with the price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. Therefore, glorify God in who you are. Now, I have a hunch that uh, Bert heard about that in Sunday school. Maybe from a sermon once in a while. But the busyness of life and the distractions of this world have deadened his understanding of who he is and of God's great call upon his life to serve God by serving others. Secondly, Bert needs to realize that serving the Lord is an everyday deal. Ephesians 2.10 says, as we have read before, that we were, that we were, that we were created beforehand that we should walk in them. He knows you. He loves you. He has created you that you might serve him every day with a glad and a joyous heart. God created us with our own unique talents and abilities, our own gifts and our own talents, all for God to use to minister to a hurting world. And the thing is, as I mentioned earlier, just a minute ago, this is not just a Sunday deal. It's an everyday thing. It's a, uh, every day it's a, having a pursuit of a servant heart. Paul says we were created for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And to walk in them implies to me that it's every day, day in, day out, craving of our hearts and our spiritual lives to serve others as we serve God. And then thirdly, your work of service may seem small. It may seem inconsequential. It may seem like nothing at all, especially when nobody notices. But listen to this verse from Colossians chapter 3. Whatever you do, whatever you do, do it enthusiastically as something done for the Lord and not for men. Oh, pastor, you've you got to be kidding. 
You mean I can fix a running toilet at the church? That's a service unto God? Oh, you better believe it. Oh, you pa- pastor, you mean that fixing a light switch at Mabel's house or maybe running her to the doctor, you mean that's an act of service? Oh, now you're getting it. You mean that when I cut strips of sheets from bandages, doesn't seem like much a big deal, just a little bit of scissor work, but those bandages provide cover for wounds and healing, often even to a broken heart. You can roll bandages for the glory of God. Her, uh, her brokering years ago wrote a, a little book entitled uh, Eye Openers. It's this, this a tiny little book of little one-page parables. And in uh, one of them in particular went something like this. Once there was a priest and four nuns who loaded the jeep with coke and cookies and took them to the front line. The soldiers were glad they came and ate and drank. As the jeep left, the chaplain yelled, Jesus is here. And a soldier yelled, No, he's not. And the jeep and the and the priest said, Yes, he is. And the men believed the priest and cheered. The men remembered that Jesus surprised them with Coke and cookies. Years ago, years ago, I learned a little uh, ditty. And it's probably something I learned in Sunday school. It kind of sounds like that. But it, and it sounds so trite. I hate to, I even hate to use it this morning. But I love it. And I'll probably never get another sermon to use it. So I'm, I'm going to use it this morning. I know, I know you have heard it before. Only one life will soon be passed. Can you finish it for me? Only what's done for Christ will last. Can you say it with me? Only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. Amen. No, not amen. I'm not done yet. Uh, (laughs) um, In Rick Warren's uh, book, that we've been using, uh, What on Earth Am I Here For? There was a story that he told, a real short little story, but it brought me up short as I read it. Uh, when uh, uh, James Dobson, you know James Dobson, uh, of course, from Focus on the Family, most of us here know who he is. Uh, when uh, James Dobson was in college, he uh, was a, a pretty good uh, tennis player, and it was his desire that he uh, would be the school champion. And one year, he was. And he took pride that day that they posted or put the uh, trophy in the trophy case in the school athletic department. Years later, someone found it in a trash can and mailed it to him. And with it, there was a note saying that we had found the trophy in a trash can 
when the school was being remodeled. Dobson's comment was that given enough time, all our trophies will be trashed by someone else. Only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. And so it is my, my prayer for, for you and for myself that as you have come here, I pray that you have come craving somehow to find a, server, a serving heart, a heart of service. Remember the prayer of confession that we uh, use quite often here, that we have, uh, we have not loved you with our whole heart. Lord, we have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. This is the reality. This is the reality of our sinful selves. I blow, I blow opportunities to serve God a dozen times a day. But still, still there is grace. Still there is time enough. Still, we have the Holy Spirit power inside, inside us to mold us and to shape us after His will while we are waiting, yielded and still as the hymn would go. Are you searching for a servant heart this morning? I pray you are. Are you craving a purpose for your life? I know you are. Or you wouldn't be here this morning. So I invite you this morning with, to uh, join me in prayer and as I close. And uh, if, if, if you desire to make it your own prayer, that's fine. If not, that's okay too. But let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for creating me. Thank you for making me your own through the blood of your Son. Lord, I believe that you have created me for a purpose. And you set opportunities before me every day to share your love with others through a glad and a generous heart. Forgive me of my shortcomings and my preoccupation with the things of this world. I have not loved you, Lord, with my whole heart. Nor have I loved my neighbor as myself. And so, Lord... Forgive me and use me as your humble servant that all that I say and all that I do may be to your honor and to your glory. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen.